1: And together they are... Oh my god. Don't read it out loud. Don't read it out loud. Gay of Dark Here we are again. Uh, uh, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't know. Wow! We've been talking for like an hour and I was fine and functional. And then I hit record and my brain was like... I'm out. Bye. (laughs) Holy moly.
0: It's the two. It's day two of the re-three-inning, Stacey. So you are in the exactly right, wrong headspace.
1: That's true. I guess. Yeah. Day two.
0: Guess what? Guess what? 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 Day two. Technically, like, it's day two for us. Well, oh, wait, no, it is day two for everyone listening to this, right? Okay, but here's the thing once again when we listen when we're recording this it's day one like we've just launched this basically as of us recording this
1: it launched about four no about eight hours ago i would say
0: we are already at can i get a drum roll (laughs) (laughs) um
1: (laughs) was that my hand getting stuck in a dish
0: disposal sink disposal (laughs)
1: Maybe. <laughs> 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 We're at
0: $1,525.
1: Oh my gosh. This is day one. Day one. Not even a full day has passed yet. And we've already blown past our first fundraising goal. That's amazing. Our listeners are the best. I cannot
0: believe how wicked awesome you cool people are and literally in a one day stacy i think i think i'm getting my clicky finger i think my clicky finger is going to that gofundme and i think i'm gonna raise that thermometer oh no we're gonna bring that goal up to 2500 okay i feel like we're gonna make it i feel like we're gonna make it
1: i think we can do it
0: we're raising that thermometer twenty five hundred. That's that's less than a thousand dollars away
1: from the, this new goal. Thank you guys so much. For real, how awesome!
0: It literally just surpasses our best hopes, um, and it's so cool. And once again, it is all. All of the re re-ending this week is all for the National Asian Pacific American Women's Forum, who is an awesome org that's dedicated to building the collective power of Asian American and Pacific Islander women and girls to gain full agency over their lives, their families, and their communities. And you can find out about them at napawf.org. And then you can donate to the GoFundMe. Um, we have the links all over our social media all over our pinned posts and on GaylordsOfDarkness.com, click any of those and it will take you to the fundraiser
1: man i can't wait to see how much we raise in the I'm week so by the end excited. of the week because we are going to be here every day with a brand new episode every single day through sunday
0: oh my god uh, that's a lot
1: <laughs> <laughs> who will survive and what will be left of them we don't know don't get your hopes up.
0: Pandemic has gone on so long
1: that yeah. this is our second
0: three inning.
1: You know, yeah, pandemic has gone on so long and white people have been so shitty. White people are so out of control. Yeah, that this is our second three inning. So uh, all week talking about part threes oh, what a time. Oh, but also do check out the website. For the organization because they're yes. doing some really great work and i am thrilled that we get to support them at all mm-hmm. um and so feel good about raising them spread the word raise the monies and let them continue doing good shit.
0: yeah go on their website you can sign up for their mailing list you could become a recurring donor you don't just have to donate through us to the fundraiser mm-hmm. um, there's lots of ways to support
1: and we're doing it by talking about Bad horror movies.
0: (laughs) Yesterday was Poltergeist three. Today, oh
1: my god, Children of the Corn (laughs) three.
0: Turning a whole new leaf, ear an ear an ear of Uh, corn.
1: uh, Oh, clever, Anthony. Thank
0: you. It's an agricultural pun. Is it a pun? A punit A pun? A pun. It's the three inning.
1: <laughs> um, the Corn, part three, Urban Harvest. <laughs> Urban Harvest. Before we get to that, I would like to say, you know, we did take last week off. And while we were away, some people posted comments wondering if we were taking a week off because I was marrying my spam bot lover. Do you have an update? Uh, well, as the last episode we recorded before we took a week off, I said, I have not heard from B-Club. You know, other spam bots have stepped up to try to woo me. (laughs) (laughs) This has been an ongoing thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I keep getting spam messages from an online casino. Your
0: spam bot callers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And so basically, I think I'm falling in love with the spam bot. And so people were saying, "Is Stacy marrying the spam bot? Is Stacy in a honeymoon with the online casino?" No, that's not why we took a week off. Okay, first of all, I don't think I'm the marrying kind of gal. I'm sorry, but I did just want to update everyone that in the week we were gone, B Club did leave two comments uh, on that same post from eleven years ago. <laughs> what? Yeah. And so I just wanted everyone to know that our love is still alive.
0: They're still wooing you actively.
1: They're still wooing me? Okay. The first comment. Now these are the two comments that I have been getting for months now. Okay. First comment. You're so cool. Like, thank you, B-Club. <laughs> I do not believe I've read anything like that before. So great to discover somebody with some original thoughts on this subject matter. Seriously, many thanks for starting this up. This website is the one thing that's needed on the web. Someone with some originality.
0: Showering you with praise.
1: Showering me with praise. I need some crackers for my soup. (laughs) And then a couple of days later, I get another comment on that same post. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. I truly appreciate your efforts, and I will be waiting for your further write-ups. Thank you once again. So you see, this online casino appreciates my work, thinks I'm an original thinker. Uh, I mean, what am I supposed to do in the face of this except fall in love, right? When
0: they're saying that you are the number one best thing on the internet.
1: Exactly. So I just want to say to that Indonesian online... Casino. Thank you. I hear you. Thank you for seeing me. Okay.
0: Oh, it's so nice to feel seen. Isn't
1: it? There's nothing.
0: (laughs) What I love about those messages too, on your one post from 11 years ago, (laughs) is that there's nothing, um, like there's nothing that feels like generic about it, right? Right.
1: No, it's very specific to the things that I wrote. And that post that I wrote stuff, it wasn't even like a movie review. It was literally a list of links (laughs) to my work in other places. It was like, hey, this whatever is out today. Go check it out. Hey, I wrote a thing somewhere else. Go check it out. So what I'm saying is that B Club, like what kind of sites are they visiting where this content I've produced is the most original thing on the whole web. I'm like... (laughs) Link sharing? (laughs) Link sharing. (laughs) They
0: really want to see your efforts from 11 years ago succeed. Yeah, they want me to update it. This is true. That's a call to action. That's inspiration.
1: And so, B-Club, if you're listening, I just want you to know that that post is 11 years old. And in that 11 years, I have updated a couple of times. Just a so few, So if you just go to the main page of Final Girl, you'll see. Don't just keep visiting that one post and expect an update, because it's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but I thank you just the same. Uh, C- Cupid's arrows, you know? Yeah. They've hit their target.
0: Spring is springing.
1: Spring is springing
0: love is in the air
1: so again also thank you to everyone for all of your best nuptial wishes
0: that's right consider consider this fundraiser like unto stacy's bridal registry
1: oh there you go perfect
0: you know in in place of a gift is what you could put on the invitation to the, the ceremony Yes. Um, in the canoes, where you'll have a ceremony in canoes with everybody, you shoot up arrows together into a a firework of a heart. (laughs) Um, in lieu of a gift at the ceremony, just consider donating
1: um to the NAPAWF. Yeah, because if I have B clubs love, what more do I need? You already have a casino. I already have an online casino in Indonesia. In
0: Indonesia,
1: life is good. Life is good. Anyway, (laughs) Children of the Corn 3. Speaking of life is good.
0: That's what I think when I watch (laughs) Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest.
1: Urban Harvest. Do you get it? 1995. Of course it's 1995. When else could Urban Harvest have come out?
0: it could not have happened in any other time
1: uh boy (laughs) this movie stacy you've been on a corn journey i've been on a corn journey the corn journey has a a purpose that cannot be revealed yet i like that
0: you have to share a disclaimer first (laughs) there is a reason why i'm watching
1: these films (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is not to be revealed soon. Those silky strands will be pulled back and revealed. The Ew. kernels within... I'm sorry, that's Ew. gross. Uh, I'm trying to do one of your, <laughs> your agriculture things! Oh, in that case,
0: that's a very clever pun. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, yes, but I have been watching corns.
0: Listen, I have only seen one and three. Yeah. I'm desperately waiting to see part 25, the new, new, new reboot remake by Kurt Wimmer, director of Ultraviolet. Corn, this time they're (laughs) she-corn. But I haven't seen two, except I have seen the incredible wheelchair sequence that you posted the other day.
1: (laughs) My god. (laughs) Like, that sequence... If you haven't seen it, it's on our Gaylord's Twitter. It's on my Instagram. Please, please partake. It's gold. <laughs> it really is.
0: It's the best gift you could ever give yourself is to watch that clip. Yeah. It's yeah. also, I dare you. It's like the potato chip from the 90s. I, I bet you can't eat just one.
1: No, you can't. You. It's like I watch it and then I just click Play it
0: again. <laughs>
1: again. <laughs> Play it again. Again. And the next thing I know, four hours has gone by. So the first
0: movie started out like, it kind of serious, right? It was an adaptation of Stephen King. Linda Hamilton's yeah. in it. Uh, Isaac is a little shit. Malachi is creepy as shit. Um, mm-hmm. And then what I'm realizing is that it seems, unlike other franchises, these movies just get better. <laughs>
1: Well, it's like, unlike other franchises, really, like, even something like Friday the 13th, or even Nightmare on Elm Street, where stuff gets kind of crazy. Like, Jason Voorhees ends up in outer space, okay? Yeah. Someone dies when they re-enter Earth's atmosphere as they hold on to Jason Voorhees and they plummet towards the Earth. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street... Freddy turns into a motorcycle. Nintendo. People turn into a meatball. Like, (laughs) things get crazy. (laughs) Children of the Corn is unlike any other franchise, I think, in that the first movie is like, like you said, it's pretty serious. It's got its folk horror flavorings.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's folksy. But it's it's also vaguely set in the real world, except for the whole sandworm
1: right uh but unlike all the other franchises whoever is in charge of children of the corn after part one they just said do whatever the fuck you want (laughs) do you know what i mean there's no logic there's no actual mythos that doesn't change at a moment's notice anything you think you think you know where it's going it's not gonna go there it's gonna take a left turn yeah Uh, it's literally just, we have Children of the Quorum based on a short short story, part two to part whatever, anything goes. Do whatever the fuck you want! (laughs) Which is great, because,
0: yeah, usually, like, when Jason falls into, or Jason in space, what, that's ten? Uh, like, Michael Myers, the Druids, came in in five. Yeah. So, usually it's, like, it's usually not until part four or five when things go, when they hit the bonkers button.
1: Yeah, corn just... is part two. <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Okay, so I need a little setup
0: for three because it it feels like in one like I I like this this film in three. There's a lot of instances of um, corn black magic or corncraft. There's corncraft in this
1: film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't
0: remember that in the first film.
1: There's like no corncraft in the first film. The first film is basically like Isaac was a child preacher. He came to Gatlin, he told everybody about He Who Walks Behind the Rose, the kids got on board and killed their parents, and they have to make sacrifices for whatever reason. He Who Walks Behind the Rose is a thing, we don't see it, it burrows like a worm, Isaac dissolves into a shower of sparkles.
0: Oh yeah, doesn't he explode?
1: He like explodes, but then he comes back and he's got explosion hair. (laughs) You know what I mean? TM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he comes back and like, and he's like, ah, I'm going to get you, Malachi, or whatever. And then they fight and then that's basically the end. They burn the field and that's the end.
0: Yeah. But other besides that like kind of last act, everything is kind of...
1: It's a little Wicker Man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's... more or less, it could be real-ish.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and then part two, some of the surviving kids end up in the next town over... And they just start killing people for no real reason.
0: And they get um, wheelchair remote controls?
1: Yeah, somehow, like... (laughs) He's driving a remote-controlled car, and then he says, watch this. And he switches it, and suddenly it's controlling a wheelchair. Which, okay, I guess that makes perfect sense if you really think about it.
0: God, I miss Radio Shack.
1: (laughs) Uh, but they're just doing that, like, they kill people, like, adults who are too nosy, they kill adults who are jerks, they kill people for no reason, they don't actually really do any sacrificing, it's just cuckoo fucking bonkers.
0: There's no, but there's no, like, mass culling of the of the, the harvest of the parent?
1: No, no. It's
0: just, it's just bad kids in a different town.
1: Yeah, Is there- and there's a new, there's a new Isaac, he's Micah. My- And he tries, and he's kind of possessed. He disappears into a computer world, of course, where he is, like, pulled apart and then reconstituted. And when he comes back, he's possessed, I guess, by the he who walks behind the rows.
0: Okay. So every time there's just a different evil kid with a different mormonboys.com performer name.
1: Right, yeah. Okay. And so then that brings us, they burn down the, what happens at the end of two? I already forgot. All my movies are blending together. Didn't you watch it yesterday? (laughs) Uh, Yes! (laughs) All my movies are blending together. Oh, he gets run over. There's also a native. Of course, there's like a magical native. Micah gets run over with some kind of farm car thing.
0: But otherwise, Micah's the only one doing... So there is corncraft in part two?
1: A little bit of corncraft. And the kids are all shitty. And then part three... Some of those surviving kids, apparently, are adopted by a couple in Chicago. And so they go to Chicago, hence the urban of the urban harvest.
0: And the corn goes with them.
1: They take a suitcase full of corn, (laughs) as you would. They plant it in the floor of a factory, as you would expect. A
0: giant abandoned factory that no one uses right next door.
1: It's pressed right up against someone's fence in their backyard in suburbia.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, that that's just an old abandoned factory, he says.
0: With an enormous wall <laughs> to block it off, except for the hole in the rose bush that takes you directly <laughs> into it.
1: Yeah, so Thank Eli you. and Joshua are adopted by a well-meaning couple. The husband is repellent. But the wife is played by Nancy Grant of television Santa Barbara. So obviously she's perfect.
0: She's great. Uh,
1: And then Eli is, Josh is like, I want to acclimate because he meets a girl who lives next door. And also he's like 16 or 17 and he's like horny and wants to play basketball. And Eli is like, no, he wants to live that. Little corn on the prairie, like still with his bonnet,
0: his corn bonnet,
1: <laughs> his corn bonnet, and he's got his books tied together with a belt, you know. <laughs> how it is. And he grows the corn in the factory. This movie makes no sense. I love
0: hearing your brain fight. <laughs> your brain, I could hear it fight every single thing you're saying. <laughs>
1: He grows the corn in the factory, he gathers the children, somehow corn craft happens.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of corn craft in this movie.
1: (laughs) It's like, that's the thing, that's what I mean where they're like, oh, it's a Children of the Corn sequel? Do whatever the fuck you want. Because it's like, in the first one, yeah, the kids, like, get Linda Hamilton and tie her to the crucifix, or whatever, and there's a monster in the field. It's simple. Here, it's like, the corn can kill you.
0: It can evil-dead you.
1: It can, yes, it can evil-dead you.
0: If you're Charlize Theron.
1: (laughs) Uh, It can grab you, wrap around you, the corn whispers. Uh, Eli turns his,
0: because it's not enough that they're both being fostered together, Eli and Joshua, but Eli was also adopted into a different family before he was adopted into this family yeah and so eli kill in the beginning he kills their his adoptive father joshua's dad who's lives in a trailer and is like a hick but he's doing corn experiments according to
1: joshua (laughs) i love i mean look the movie makes no sense is the movie good no but yes also but is it the greatest movie ever made yeah. It contains the line, it references the phrase corn experiments. Of course, this is the greatest movie you're ever going to see.
0: The land was cheap there. My papa needed a lot of it to work on his corn experiments.
1: <laughs> I want to do corn experiments. <laughs>
0: There's a time and a place. It's called <laughs> college or Chicago in 1995.
1: <laughs> they kill the, they, they use, he uses corn
0: craft in his corn book of shadows, literally. A book of shadows. It has the pentagram and it's in corn kernels on the cover because they.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like. Be cornzled. Be corn.
0: It's be cornzled <laughs> in full Jennifer Love Hewitt fashion. And he uses his corn book of shadows to turn his step, the adoptive father, into
1: a scarecrow who gets his eyes
0: <laughs> sewn shut by corn. And that's just the that's, beginning.
1: That's just the first five minutes. This movie is spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> I well, yeah.
0: Say, in the in the nineties, two thousand in the two thousands at least, like this was also considered like the best sequel. Mm. I feel like, which really tells you a lot <laughs> about it this really franchise.
1: Does. It really does. It's just that's the thing. This movie does whatever it wants. It doesn't care what you think. <laughs> It's a corn life, okay? And you can get on board. <laughs> or you cannot, but the corn will do as it pleases. us. Sometimes it'll make a flame shoot out of a lighter and go into someone and kill her.
0: Explode their mouth and then it melt their face off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then the, I mean, things escalate. Joshua and Eli are fighting. Because you've got the old ways and the new urban ways clashing. And then the climax of this film is fucking bonkers. Like, I can't even... I don't have the... I know, I'm a writer. I do not have the words to describe the climax of this film and it what can... happens.
0: It could only be described through interpretive dance.
1: Yeah. So, come <laughs> yeah. to
0: the next live show.
1: But the moment you realize that, (laughs) okay, so he who walks behind the rose, who knows, whatever, there's a monster. Is it Eli? Is it he who walks behind the rose? We don't know. We don't care.
0: It's made out of like elbows and eyes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the moment he grabs Maria, the neighbor, and picks her up, and then it cuts to a longer shot. And you realize it's a Maria doll. Oh. You say all is right in the world. I
0: we we get not one but two glorious shots of Maria's stunt doll. <laughs> and her little stunt doll arms like flailing. Yes! And I said, did Stacey Ponder make this movie?
1: <laughs> it's so good. It's so good.
0: Those effects were by Screaming Mad George, by the way. So. Oh. <laughs> screaming Mad George said, you know what you need? Get me a Barbie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go to the dollar store.
0: I love it.
1: Yeah. I love yeah. it.
0: People are getting bifurcated and and corned.
1: The corn crop in the factory turns into like a motel held style corn garden with <laughs> This poor homeless guy who wandered in there and was like, oh, yay, food. And then the corn was like, uh, 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 and it got him. And for some reason, he's buried in the ground with his head sticking out. It doesn't make any and sense. And eye
0: corn tubes. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's the new corn or cornicle, the oracle of the corn. I don't know why.
1: Why is this happening? <laughs> why is any of it happening? If you eat the corn, bugs will come out of you. Silver Shamrock style. Why? Why does the corn do this? The corn did not do this previously. That's the thing. Corn teaches you. Children of the Corn series teaches you to live in the present. Okay? You can't dwell in the past. You can't say, this doesn't make sense. You can't say, this isn't what they told me in the previous film. You can't say, this isn't what they told me five minutes ago. No, you need to live in the right now. And if eating (laughs) corn makes bugs come out of you, that's just the way it is. Right? Until five minutes from now, when a flame shoots into your mouth and sets you on fire. Because you didn't let go and let corn. (laughs)
0: That's That's right. You are right. It is a Zen meditation in the here and now. The Dow of corn.
1: The Dow of corn. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've learned from watching these movies. it's the, the the
0: the the nonsense, Eli, Eli,
1: like Eli.
0: You know they they go they go to the a, a, it's a religious school
1: ish in Chicago. Yeah, but th- right? which doesn't require uniforms.
0: It doesn't require uniforms, but it does require that everyone goes to Catholic Mass. And the <laughs> priest-principal teacher... Priest-principal teacher is up there, and he's doing his sermon, and Isaac... Or Eli... Excuse me, he's not Isaac. Yeah, how dare he's, you? He's Eli. Eli is like, hey, Joshua, hey, Joshua. And he's, like, talking to his brother, and everyone's like, oh, this kid is up being offensive. And the priest says, oh, I'm sorry, do you want to try giving a sermon? And so Eli's just... Absolutely. And he steps up there, full theater kid. He starts delivering his sermon. <laughs> and the urban youth of Chicago, all these city kids, just go, Hey, wait a minute. Hey, yeah. wait a minute. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> As he's like, I mean, actually, Eli does present a pretty good argument against like corporatization and climate change. <laughs> yes. But then the fact that suddenly in this moment in school, in school church, <laughs> he seduces every teenager in inner city chicago into joining his beatnik corn cult like what
1: <laughs> if there's one thing kids love it's religion i guess he does
0: kind of possess them with corncraft though too
1: right that's the thing they're
0: in the thrall of the corn
1: there is the environmental message the slight environmental message in this one and in 2 especially in 2 with the magical native man
0: oh oh okay
1: uh and it's like you know oh he who walks behind the rows is taking revenge for all the destroy we don't respect nature or the earth or whatever i appreciate that but again by this point throw that out the window <laughs> it's just evil corn and the children are trying to take over the world who knows at the end a boatload of corn ends up in germany and the germans are like yeah this is good corn." <laughs> A little and that's it, corn fearer. So yeah. because because as if this isn't bonkers
0: enough, Eli and Joshua's adopt this new foster father, who's a piece of shit, new yeah. foster father just happens to run a corn company, <laughs> and he's like, "Say, this is good corn that makes me puke out roaches, Eli. Well, how how I want to get this corn worldwide, which gives us." This gives us one of another fantastic line in the script when Eli turns to his stepfather, foster father. The foster father says he's going into a meeting. Eli says, this meeting tomorrow, is it about my corn? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Corn around the world.
1: Corn around the world. It's going to spread and bugs are going to come out of everybody. And I guess that's the end. I mean, but will they have,
0: this is my question, is like the intentional ecology of the He Who Walks Behind the Rose brand, Monsanto brand corn? (laughs) Do you just plant it and then creepy preacher kids will just pop up around it? Right. Like, I think, is it just gonna, the corn will go around the world (laughs) and then then you eat it and then you just puke on a roach and die?
1: Yeah, you don't need the whole religion angle you don't need the child preacher all you gotta do is plant the corn it's cheap yeah. someone can profit off of it
0: yeah you don't need a druid to also m- m- proselytize the silver shamrock mask to you
1: exactly you just put it on because you want one because everybody else has one if everybody you knew anthony was like have you had that corn <laughs> 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 you're like no tell me about the corn and they're like, "It's good." You'd be like, "Oh shit!"
0: It makes me want to yeah. wear black. <laughs>
1: I want to eat some corn, <laughs> and then you would die from bugs. Die Un- when you put it until like part that. four. Until part four, where there's just something entirely new happens. Yeah. <laughs> does not take place in Germany or anywhere actually part four is actually a pretty solid film is it really that's the one with Naomi Watson Karen Black what yeah it does get bonkers like a couple of the death scenes are pretty wackadoodle. of course because that that became some kind of a trademark for a little while in this series obviously hello wheelchair oh my god um yeah do they but it's actually a decent movie
0: do they go back to Nebraska
1: it's back to Nebraska
0: I mean, the urban aspect just doesn't work,
1: <laughs> or does it? <laughs> I mean, it do, it works perfectly in this. By film. which I mean, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the sort of joie de vivre of this film. that's like, fuck it, let's have these kids go to the city. Yeah. Oh well, where? What about the corn? Well, they'll just plant it in the factory floor, obviously. <laughs> Next door. They have a suitcase full of it. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, the whispering suitcase, I told you. I was glad to see that that actually was something I did remember.
0: You did. Hard. You did. However, I was just—I wanted to see the little co- kernels move like they are talking. I know. Yeah. And I didn't get that, so I'm very upset.
1: Yeah. Eli's brought literally a suitcase full of corn. <laughs> suitcase is on the bed and closed, unfortunately. And then Nancy Gron of Television Santa Barbara walks by, and the corn says, "Give us your blood." <laughs> 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 and once again, you just feel like everything is gonna be okay. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Poor, poor Nancy Gron.
1: Oh my God, she is. I she... forgot. I forgot her fate in this film.
0: It brutal Mm -hmm. and this poor woman this queen she goes into this fully fully like there has never been a single person that has ever been more jazzed to be a foster parent (laughs) she is so fucking jazzed she just Mm -hmm. can't wait and then she of course gets endlessly terrorized by little ely eli um while eli is like eli's busy because he knows he knows dad uh, foster pa is doing the corn scheme around the world so he's got a he's got to nuzzle up with dad so he calls yeah. him daddy the whole movie and is playing like a little Esther scheme with him
1: <laughs> meanwhile he declares war on Nancy Gron what the fuck happens to her in that factory i know it's like final destination part corn that <laughs> <laughs> falls
0: backwards onto and you get this graphic shot of this huge huge round thick thick in diameter huge huge round pipe that stabs right in the back of her head and then just the spigot is like shooting out water from her throat which then turns into blood because she's dead
1: it's i had forgotten that that i probably blocked it out my brain was like i refuse to accept this i did too i,
0: I had no memory me. of it
1: uh but it's it's actually shocking because first of all why would they ever kill the wife and not the husband in one of these movies right like the woman it's just like poltergeist three it's supposed to be the woman who's the nurturing whatever she's supposed to kind of save the day or Mm -hmm. or or have the day saved for her i suppose yeah (laughs) and so when they kill her off so brutally and quickly at like halfway through the movie it's actually shocking yeah But I refuse to accept it by tomorrow. I will have forgotten that it happened. Purposefully this time.
0: (laughs) When you go to put the VHS back in and you're like, oh
1: boy, oh boy, oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nancy Garan, I can't wait. (laughs) What was with the part where he's like, he,
0: he, uh, there, there's this great part where she's like, cause she, you know, everyone loves Joshua. Well, except right. except the parents because <laughs> they're like, who's this no good kid that broke our crystal angel? Um, <laughs> but so she's saying goodbye, goodbye, they're sending the kids off to school, and she gives Joshua a little kiss, and then and she already is convinced Eli's the spawn of the Satan, and and she she is like walking to the door, and he goes, don't I get a kiss? And she just like hold clings onto the door, turns and looks at him, and goes. Sure, <laughs> and then she walks up to him, gives him a little kiss, and then he fucking sticks his tongue in her ear.
1: Yeah, what it's the so hell? Disturbing. A little creep. He's a little creep. But is he okay?
0: So you, he's from. He must be a leftover kid from the second movie.
1: Well, let's not forget then when Joshua's doing his investigation. That's what I don't get. And then they're like, oh, actually, Eli has been through here through time. Look, here he is in the newspaper in 1964. And it's like, well, then what the fuck was Isaac for in part one yeah, what? if you had Eli the whole time? And then they, they establish there's, like,
0: multiple kids that have been doing this since at least 1964.
1: Yeah. But, well, but what's that
0: then? And he's not a kid. But he's... He...
1: Yeah. He... Proselytizes to kids and calls himself a kid, but he's not a kid. Yeah. And Josh is like, well, any farm boy would know all these dates are harvest moons. It's like, what are, every farm boy isn't fucking Rain Man who knows every date <laughs> on the calendar going back decades and decades. The like, almanac
0: comes built in, Stacey. It is, I it is see, the, okay. the agricultural blessing. Okay. It's I'm a so, class my bad. perk.
1: My, my bad. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, 1964 is from the short story. Like, they go back to the short story for that, like, specific date and, like, kids born on the same day. And and like, we need more than stuff. the title. <laughs> yeah.
0: Throw in something else.
1: For the movie to do this, and it's like, okay, then what happened in Gatlin with Isaac and that gang? Yeah, but that's the thing, is that there's,
0: it's, what is the scheme here?
1: Anthony, again, all we can do is take the corn as it comes. Moment by moment. Eli is some kind of Highlander <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh, the corn makes bugs come out of me. All right, that's fine. Lasers, bring them on. That's all, you just whatever it takes, live in the right now. No one is guaranteed a tomorrow. And according to this franchise, you're not even guaranteed a yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Let go, let corn, as you said. I love
0: it. We need need little needle points of that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let go, let corn. For
0: our bonnets.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Our corn bonnets.
1: (laughs) Oh boy.
0: If I had besides the fact that this movie makes no sense and is kind of shit, but is perfect. <laughs> if I had any issue with this movie, it's that the the urbanness, the the let's shut this in Chicago, it's inner city, it's urban harvest. Um so they did actually really raise the representation quotient. They did. And there's a lot of black people in this film, which is great. However, they kill all of them. Yeah. Except Maria. Um, so that was a little unfortunate. Yeah, I was like, this is an interesting, an interesting, uh, twist on raising the numbers of representation, but then what we do with it. Um. Yeah. And that, that, I was very shocked by the evil deading of Charlize Theron. Uh, Honestly. I said, wasn't it enough when the Evil Dead movie did it and we didn't need it, didn't need it.
1: Yeah. We don't need to be doing it to, like, a schoolgirl. No, no. <laughs> you know? Whether or not
0: she's South African and an Oscar-winning actress.
1: Exactly. I noticed that um, a lot of the effects on this were done by Kevin Yager. Oh, he did a Charles shit- play! Th- yeah, he's done a shit ton of stuff, including Ian Flux. So I hope that they reminisced over Urban Harvest when oh. they got together on Ian Flux.
0: He was like, remember when, when we, we corned you? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what you're talking about, Kevin.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I spotted in the credits, and it turned out to be his first film role. I don't know if you saw it, but Nicholas Brendan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer as basketball player one.
0: He was at the basketball game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, wowsy wow, wow, mm-hmm. huh?
0: <laughs> Big doings in the corner.
1: <laughs> I mean, if this, movie, if this movie doesn't
0: have everything. <laughs>
1: It really
0: it's got Nicholas Brendan. It's got Charlize Theron. It's got Corncraft. It's got a, a scarecrow that looks kind of like Doc Brown from Back to the Future. <laughs> it's what a time.
1: What a time. <laughs> you know, going back to the urbanness, like you said, uh, there is the moment, like Joshua has started to hang with kids his own age. He's taken a romantic interest in Maria. Um And so he's been eating lunch with them, whereas Eli has been eating lunch by himself. And there's a moment of like, is he going to eat with his brother or is he going to eat with Mm. his new friends or whatever? And he goes over and talks to them and Eli says, would you rather eat with that? Uh And gestures to the table of the black kids. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, this is a very mid-90s way to like. Kind of hint at there being racist undertones to something like this, but not actually address him.
0: It's, well, I, well, I, because there was that. And then even before that, there's when he first meets, because he lives next door to Malcolm and Maria.
1: Yes. There's when he first walks over
0: there and he's, he's just like walks up and is super friendly and starts to talk with them. And they're like, hey, what's going on? We're neighbors. And then the dad, uh, corn Mm -hmm. daddy is like. Joshua come over here and then he's like you can't just go walking up to people and talking to them and like that's how they kind of plays it off but it's like clearly like oh racist dad. Mm-hmm. So with both of those it's like oh
1: this movie's like maybe kind of maybe might be trying to say something and then it's
0: like oh and then they killed all the black
1: people. Um, yeah. Well, that well you give that another 20 years, okay. But once again, we yeah stop killing all the black people at least not first 1995
0: it was you could see that they were starting to try and oh my god it was in 1990 that we were maybe starting to try with media
1: yes maybe
0: oh wow maybe Wow, and that's why we're doing the re-three
1: inning this week exactly (laughs) because we still have so far to go so far to go
0: um yeah wow eli what a little shit yeah.
1: honestly. All the little preachers are shits in these movies. That's why I can't wait for the new one where it's girl shit. This time it's a girl to be mad at. That's right. And look, it, See, again, look how far we've come.
0: Do you think, oh no, do you think he's gonna try to, do you think he's gonna try to turn it into like, he's gonna try to make some you know, like when a horror bro tries to make something feminist? Oh boy. <laughs> sh- burning their bras in the corn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who knows oh i hope not
0: if anyone has a screener link email me <laughs> at, yeah. at com. i know
1: we really want to see that one i'm
0: dying to see it yeah and and as we all know stacy can't get enough of the corns
1: can't get enough of that corn man so
0: send all delicious all, all suitcases <laughs>
1: such good corn i love how everyone
0: sit down at dinner and the dinner is just corn (laughs) (laughs) dad says that's nice looking corn
1: it's incredible corn anthony (laughs) you don't need anything else you can it could be an ear of this corn next to the most beautiful i don't know whatever prime rib or something that you've ever seen in your life and you say no thank you I'm just going to have this corn.
0: I'll have the corn. <laughs> just the corn, please. The corn, the cob's enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Just <laughs> that, in all the movies, do they have the, I don't even remember, but do they have that Carmina Burana knockoff score in the first two, or is that just in this one?
1: Pretty much. No, it's in all of them. Okay,
0: I love that. They're like, yeah. we can't possibly use Carmina Burana because it's free. <laughs> we have to... <laughs> Just change it to so someone says
1: "Colonel" Kern, or whatever in the background.
0: <laughs>
1: oh wow! Yeah. yeah, it's good stuff, man.
0: Good stuff.
1: Urban Harvest. Good
0: stuff. I might have to go back and watch two now. The disc, I, really the disc I rented two. has two also, and I'm like,
1: oh well, my god. But please, I'm watching seven movies this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I have to watch more entertaining things. Oh no. I'm Anthony. <laughs> Stacy,
0: are you ready to turn away from the corn and to turn Never. toward the chops press? <laughs>
1: I guess so. Can I gaze upon both at once, please? You can you can't. We can orient your head
0: on the Chop's Press block so that you can still gaze at the corn. Yes.
1: Thank you. It's incredible corn. <laughs> chop's Press, baby! It's our express version of the chopping block. How do you spell it? Just like it sounds. It's chop. It's chop. Apostrophe. Spress. No. S-s-s? It's all one word. Chop. Spress. Chop. No apostrophe. Spress. S P R E S S. Chop Spress. Chop Love it. Yeah. Chop Spress. <laughs> That's short for the chopping block express. <laughs> I don't have time to say all that. Even the
0: name is express.
1: That's right. Chop Spress. It's our question and answer game. Okay. Normally, you choose from three categories, consisting of five questions each. But in Chop's Press, you don't get a choice. You are given one category that has five questions in it. You place your head on the spress, and then you have to answer the questions. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if my brain stopped. Uh, Yeah, you get five questions. Ten seconds to answer each question, if you answer incorrectly, or time runs out, you get your head cut off by our non-binary executioner, the heads of mm. However, you have one opportunity to cry out, I want the wig. In which case, uh, that scarecrow's wig that is yes. made of corn silk <laughs> and the hay honest. or whatever, will manifest on your head in a shower of sparkles.
0: Cornifest.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Cornifest. <laughs> Um, the heads they gets confused and you get 10 more seconds on the clock. If you win, incredible. If you lose, also incredible. (laughs) That's Chop's Press, right? I love it. Yeah. One category. It feels really different still. It's
0: very upsetting.
1: I don't know that I like it.
0: It's very upsetting. Who knew that the three was like so crucial to our uh, sanity? Sanity and, co- and a semblance of comfort.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, throw it out the window because this is the re three inning, bitch.
0: <laughs> or throw it in the window like that poor woman in the wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, God, that sequence. <sighs>
0: what you got for me?
1: I got one category for you, obviously, and that category is previously on Gaylords. Oh, fuck! Oh, Which fuck. we did before. This category was suggested to us by a listener named Ben, and we thought it was a great idea, and so we did this category once, the two of us, but now I'm busting it out myself. I'm revealing the corn within. I don't know that means and I don't, and I don't like immediately it. lost don't like it Um, yeah in this category I will give you the title of one of our previous episodes and you have to tell me the movie that we discussed because our titles never match up with the movies themselves it would be too simple for us to be like it's episode 12 we're gonna talk about Children of the Corn a million That would be too easy. So, we don't do that, as you probably are aware. Are are you
0: drawing from our entire back catalog?
1: I am. Oh my god. Period. But looking at this list, they are all under episode 100. Okay.
0: Well, as someone who doesn't remember what we did last week, I don't
1: either. (laughs) I don't even know what we're talking about today.
0: I mean, neither did the writers or directors of this <laughs> film.
1: Yeah. I just live every moment. I'm still Stacy. <laughs> still Corn. Just, t- just every moment is a treasure to be treasured. Okay.
0: Love each day.
1: Love, love. Oh. Aww. Aww. You know, I was thinking about the descent because I'm always thinking about the descent pretty yeah. much. And it's one of those things where, like, I don't think it's a huge deal and I don't think it was anything uh, uh malicious was meant by it but I'm like the one woman of color in the cast is the bad guy?
0: She's the bitch.
1: She's the bitch, the cheater bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
0: Um I was thinking about the descent too because Jason listened to our episode about it and pointed out to me that um the reason why they keep saying what about Juno? Tell where's Juno? In the hospital? I th- I was like, oh, it's just because it's a bad script. But he's—they say that she's a senator's daughter, and I was like, what? I completely missed that. But apparently, that's a plot in *The Descent* Part Two. Is they were like, we need a reason to have people say Juno's name. What did they do in *Silence of the Lambs*? And they but literally, what? Catherine Martinder.
1: But how would they even know Juno was there? Like, exactly. wasn't it because she re- she registered her name on the flight plan?
0: That was they- why.
1: Yeah. And then they saw her name and they were like, probably, oh shit, she's the senator. She's Catherine Martin's daughter. She's Catherine Martin's <laughs> daughter. <laughs> oh no, Senator Martin, Catherine was the daughter. No, it's uh, the, it's the, it's, it's
0: following in the generations. She could be Catherine's daughter. We might need to do another episode.
1: Yeah. I love the descent. love it. All right. Are you ready for previously oh. on Gaylords? I oh. give you the title. You tell me what movie we talked about. I'm as
0: ready as I'll ever be.
1: This is tough. I would be so angry if you gave me this category. But you didn't. But I'm doing it to you.
0: There's always tomorrow. There's
1: always tomorrow. <laughs> God, damn it. Me and my big mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, here we go. Previously on Gaylord's Moo mm. <laughs> Moo Fantasies. <laughs> i want the wig i want the corn wig
0: moo Moo-moo moo fantasies moo moos we are talking about moo moos we're talking about winona rider uh not black swan not one dark night um uh what was one dark night black swan damn it <laughs>
1: Fantasies, I'm sorry, was episode 53 where we discussed demons. No idea what Moomoo Fantasies means, okay. how it ties into anything. Hold up. Yep. Our
0: episode on demons?
1: Is called Moomoo Fantasies. Yes. What the fuck is wrong with us? I don't know why does anybody listen to this? I can't <laughs> say. But just listen this week and help us raise money. That's all that matters. And then you can leave us in the dust.
0: When we are so good at like making things accessible and branding.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We are like it's a strength.
0: We want people to listen to our ep- episode on demons. Let's call it Moo Moo Fantasies. <laughs> we want you to donate to this fundraiser. Let's call it the re 3 <laughs> oh god all i can say is it is a blessing that anyone follows this because it really
1: is (laughs) thank you for listening to us over the years thank you for donating at least that's one thing that's come out of this is we've raised a lot of money for two incredible causes
0: this is true that is that's the 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 nice footnote yes that at the very least we can claim that's true yeah and all thanks to you, wonderful people.
1: Yes.
0: Okay, Stacy. You're dead. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm a little grumpy, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> Moomoo fantasies really. I mean, I don't know. I do have Moomoo fantasies. Who doesn't? Fantasies is fantasies strong. They're so freeing. You're just completely lo- loose underneath.
0: You're just, you're just hanging and swinging. Hang- oh. <laughs> By the pool. Anywhere. A breeze. The sea salt air. <laughs> Wisping yeah. underneath. Okay. The moo moo.
1: I get it. Please. I can only get so turned on. <laughs> sea salt air under my (laughs) moo. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. That salinated breeze. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Your category, Stacey, is Alcoholic Male Writers in Maine Part 2.
1: Look at you tying into the subject matter today.
0: Well, luckily you died on like question one in this category the last time we did it. Oh, did I? (laughs) So, so we've
1: got luckily we've got
0: a part two tying it because this movie was such a faithful adaptation of stephen king
1: yes clearly
0: um although honestly like in his coked out face he could have written this and probably did
1: oh yeah he'd be like they eat corn and then bugs come out and i'd be like they drive right. cars <laughs> it's in a car <laughs> the corn drives a car <laughs>
0: It's a vampire car!
1: It's a vampire car! (laughs) Made out of corn! The corn steals the children and takes them back to Christmas Land! (laughs) (laughs) I know that's his son. I don't care. It's stupid. The name is the
0: stupidest thing on the planet.
1: Oh well. Anyway. This is trivia.
0: It's not specifically you don't have to just name a movie- Well, actually it looks like you mostly have to name movies.
1: But it's not all that. It's it's just, just trivia about Stephen King stuff, okay? Okay. I think you can do this. Alright. Well, think... last time I could not, so we'll see. There, you know just... what, though? I had, like, unto the corn. I'm living in the now, baby. It's a new chops press for me. Okay, I'm gonna wail on this category. I'm ready.
0: Hold that moo-moo. Clutch that air. Clutch
1: all your danglers. All the
0: dangles. All <laughs> the swinging and the hanging. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Are you ready, Stacy? Alcoholic Male Writers so in Maine, ready. part so two. Okay, I think you're gonna get this first one. Something tells me you're gonna get this first one. Not because we were just talking about it. Question one This Stephen King adaptation has it all longtime friends reunited in otherworldly menace and butt aliens.
1: <laughs> oh, dream catcher. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Remember that? My God. And- I mean, he's a virtuoso. He
0: is.
1: (laughs) What can't he do? Clearly. Question two. Question two. Now
0: you're going to have to listen to the wording of this one. Question two. In The Shining, Jack Torrance dies in a maze. In what Stephen King adaptation, and not Children of the Corn, is someone killed by a different kind of maze?
1: Not Children of the Corn? Oh! Oh! Sleepwalkers! Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, I'm... After the great sleepwalkers, uh... What people was under it? Stair, People yeah, under the stairs. Yeah, after the great sleepwalkers and people under the stairs, still Stacy moment.
1: Do I actually know the answer now to that you, conundrum of is it sleepwalkers or people under the stairs?
0: I was hoping it was gonna trigger another flare-up, but oh. I think...
1: It's sleepwalkers. No vegetables, no dessert. That's the rule. (laughs) I know that now. I know a thing. Look at you. I have grown since the beginning of this podcast.
0: See, and in in recognition of your work, I am gifting you this Tangina necklace. (laughs) Thank you. I will stroke it with pride. Thank you. As a native, this is my my (laughs) gift to you.
1: And you had like one second left on the clock.
0: Well done. I was so Only? nervous. Yeah.
1: Oh boy, I better step it up. Okay.
0: All right. And you got the you got the you got this. You're on question three now. Oh. Question three. These two Stephen King stories and their cinematic adaptations feature a shared event. A total solar eclipse. What are they?
1: Oh no. Uh okay, Dolores Claiborne. Oh, no. I don't know the other one. Oh, no. i Give me the wig. I want the wig. I want the wig. Uh, oh, Dolores Clayborne and I don't know. Dolores Clayborne and... I want to say Misery, but that's just Kathy Bates. Ah, uh, Dolores Clayborne and, um... Oh, um... Oh, no! No, 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 no! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You're dead! oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, no. you called for that wig literally at
0: the 10 second point <laughs> and we were all rooting for you
1: <laughs> 10 seconds go so fast
0: it was the correct answer was you were right to to want to keep going in the kathy bates role because it was Dolores claiborne but it was gerald's game
1: i almost said that but then i was like no that's stupid
0: Dolores Claiborne and Gerald's game. She, as she's tied to the bed, she looks over and she sees the eclipse, and she sees a woman and pushing her husband in the well.
1: Was it a well? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry.
0: I hope you enjoy the me- the breeze in your moo. I will. But I won't like it. But I won't.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'll enjoy it, but I won't like it. Hey, you got half the answer right. That's true. I did better than last time in that category. You did. You made it all the way to three. You you were like 2.5. Oh, well. Well done. Sure. I died on one. That's true. That was a tough cat. That was a really tough category. That wasn't kind of wasn't fair. But oh yours anyway yeah <laughs> hey it's Chop's press. <laughs> it's the three
0: three inning and it, once again branding what the fuck but <laughs> anything goes
1: anything goes take it as it comes like unto what was it let go let corn
0: <laughs> yes on our bonnets
1: yeah let go let corn uh yeah well there we go episode two of the three three inning. Dunzo. <sighs> Amazing and Stacy, I'm gonna
0: I'm I haven't been I don't want to sound like you know like a desperate spam bot, but I have been refreshing our fundraiser and let me oh, tell yeah. you, just since our starting what we were at a number at the beginning of this and now that number is all the way up. People are still donating as we're recording this. <laughs> we are at one thousand seven hundred and ten dollars. <gasps> Holy shit, <laughs> you guys! This has been up for like... I mean, well, we made it like a day earlier, but this has been... You have known about this and we have been fundraising on here for not even a full afternoon.
1: And we've not almost... Even 12 hours. We're almost at $2,000 as that of recording amazing. this right now. Thank you guys so much. That's so fucking great. This is incredible.
0: Wow. Once again every single dollar raised, there's no there's no fee like gofundme doesn't take fees out um to give to the charity there's no processing fee uh that's why you you can you can make an option to tip gofundme and your donation um because that's how they run um but none of this goes to us none of this goes to gofundme every dollar raised goes directly to the national asian pacific american women's forum and as of right now we're almost in two thousand dollars raised for them so oh
1: that's amazing thank you this is awesome thank you
0: thank you our next goal 2500 something tells me we could make it before our we're, we're recording tomorrow but let's see
1: yes before tomorrow's movie oh what is it what is it? what is it what is it oh i'm so excited uh that's yeah what is it oh yeah yeah ooh tomorrow we're gonna class up the joint and finally talk about a little something (gasps) <gasps> exorcist three. Oh, I'm so excited! You've never seen it, right?
0: I've never seen Exorcist three. Literally for no good reason either. I was an Exorcist kid growing up. I used to carry around the book in my in my binder as a kid. I I I I, I was obsessed, and for no good reason, I never saw Exorcist three. And I, it must have been because I was waiting for tomorrow.
1: I cannot wait for your mind to be completely blown by this movie. The cast alone, Brad Dourif, George C. Scott, Zora Lampert, Vivica Linfors. The Goya Beans? The Goya Beans. That Zora Lampert. Jessica, who got scared Uh -uh. to death. (laughs) (laughs) Vivica Linfors, a.k.a. Aunt Bedelia. George uh, C. Scott,
0: queen. aka George C. Scott, <laughs> aka Aunt Bedelia, <laughs>
1: aka also Aunt Bedelia. <laughs> yeah, because George C. Scott, George George, what did I just call? Him? <laughs> George C. Scott.
0: George C. Scott takes over for um um what was his name in the first one?
1: Yes, Kinderman. And, well, the Kinderman. character's name is Lieutenant Ki- Lieutenant Kinderman,
0: the one that was always asking the gay priest down on a date to see movies.
1: Yes, that's the character.
0: Yeah i can't wait
1: Wowsy, wow wowzy wow. you
0: hear that Mott's? <laughs> we're finally doing exorcist three
1: just for you Mots.
0: all for you we, we are the omen babysitter hanging ourselves
1: right you now <laughs> yeah, pretty much listen keep donating if you can spread the word please it would be
0: wonderful
1: yeah it would be wonderful i want to see how high that thermometer can get
0: yeah share the feel free to um spread the link you can you can click share and you can email out or share it on facebook or share it with your your networks and and especially if you can't donate that's a great way to just help
1: yes yes um you can find it just if you search gaylords of darkness on gofundme you can find it it's on mm-hmm. our website gaylords of it's on all our social medias twitter gaylords of d instagram gaylords of darkness gaylords of darkness on facebook Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see how big the thermometer is tomorrow. We'll be back. Exorcist three. I'm so excited. Until then. Until then. <laughs> keep uh uh corn. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured. Ha ha ha